0: Welcome to the 34th Circe Salon. We journey from the ancient world to the cosmos. Take the adventure, Take with, the adventure us. with us. With us. With us. With us. And welcome to the 34 Circe Salon. Uh, We are here tonight with Dr. Gary Stickle. Hi, Gary.
1: Hi, good evening.
0: Tonight, we're going to talk about something that is of the moment, that's pressing, that matters very deeply, particularly to Gary, but should matter to everyone. We're going to talk about Gary's bid to save the oldest life form in California. I just, that's mind-boggling to me. The oldest life form. Uh, Gary, tell us about What this is, what is this oldest life form, how old is it, and what's happening to it?
1: Well, I I found out about the uh, tree. Believe it or not, it's an oak tree. Okay. And it's called uh, Palmer's Oak.
0: Palmer's Oak, P-A-L-M-E-R, like the pitcher Jim Palmer?
1: Yeah, apostrophe S, you know, Palmer's Mm -hmm. Oak, named Mm -hmm. after the botanist, I believe, who identified it. Now, how I found out about it, uh, as you know...
0: How old is it, Gary? How old is the the oak?
1: It's at least thirteen thousand years
0: old. Thirteen thousand, one three triple zero. For yeah. For anyone listening,
1: thirteen millennia.
0: Wow. So we're talking long before Julius Caesar was a twinkle in his mother's eye, long before the Trojan Wars, yeah. Long before even the pharaohs. Yes. And it's the third oldest life form in the world.
1: Uh, I I believe so. Um,
0: What's what is older? What are the life forms that are older?
1: <clears throat> well, there's a um, tree in Australia that's uh, the oldest. I'm uh, failing to remember right now, but uh, there's a, another one I believe in in Europe. Uh, but um,
0: okay, so it's it's the oldest life form, not just in California. It's the oldest life form in North America, North and South America. Then no, it like.
1: no, um, it's the second oldest in America.
0: Okay. Oh, you're thinking about oaks now? I'm just asking you, how old is it in relation to other...
1: Yeah, it's the oldest uh, oak in America, and it's the oldest oak in the world. Okay. So that alone is, is uh, spectacular, in, in my opinion. And
0: there are two other... there. How many other life forms are older than it?
1: I believe only a couple, and I'll have to check the list. Um, but um, how I found out about it, uh, you know, like, like you've... Uh, mentioned before, I got my PhD at UCLA and I taught there for 20 years. And after I retired, uh, Chief Ernest Salas, or Ernie, he likes to be called, asked me to be the tribal archaeologist. And uh, I consider that a great honor. Uh, It's a pro bono position, but, uh, you know, it's a, a great honor to help the original Indian tribe of Los Angeles,
0: who have been here for thousands of years. And what is their name again of the tribe?
1: Uh, Their true name is uh, Keech, spelled by scholars like me, K-I-Z-H, but pronounced like Teach or Reach. But they're more commonly known as Gabriolinos after San Gabriel Mission. Mm -hmm. That was a name given to them by their Spanish Empire conquerors, and they prefer their ethnic name of Keech, which I do too. So anyhow, I was actually giving a a lecture on the tribe and their hero, Toyperina, that we uh, call the Joan of Arc of California. Uh, the tribal secretary, Dr. Christina Swindall, and I wrote a, a, book about her, and uh, right, and uh, so I was talking about uh, and she's unique in American history. She's the only Native American woman, indeed, I, I believe, the only woman that ever led a revolt
0: in American history. Wow. Okay, so you so you were working with the tribe, and you and you were. working about the story of Triperina.
1: I was giving a lecture on it at the main library in Fontana. This is back in 2018. And a lady prominent in the uh, historical society there, Darlene Scalf, said, do you know about our ancient tree, our extremely old ancient uh, oak? And I said, no. And she said, it's an oak that's 13,000 years old. I said, oh, my God, really? Uh, because at that time, I was under the impression, like I constantly get asked, well, isn't the oldest trees in California the bristlecone pines? And there's a grove of them up in the White Mountains, which is up towards Bishop, you know, in, in northeastern California or central but north of Los Angeles. Now, the oldest tree in that grove is called Methuselah, after the oldest alleged person in the Bible was supposed to be, what was it, nine hundred years old or seven hundred years old, something. Right. It's been a long time since I read my Bible.
0: We'll get you we'll get you reading that again, Gary.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Pray, pray for me. Okay. All right. So I was giving this talk and Darlene kindly informed me about it. And then later she made me aware of this scientific article. And the article was uh, published in this journal. Actually, I hate to admit, but uh, I wasn't even aware of the journal. It's a very prominent journal called PLOS One, P-L-O-S One. And the journal is, uh, the PLOS stands for Public Library of Science. And they uh, apparently have multiple journals for the different sciences, the biological sciences, the geophysical sciences, geology, you know, physics, et cetera. This is in their biological uh, journal, I think. And the article was by five botanists from the University of California, from uh, University of California, Davis, University of California, Riverside. And they published this article in 2009 and, and PLOS One, if people want to go to the article. It's very technical. It's full of uh, professional jargon. It's not an easy read, even for me, because I'm not used to, the, we have our own jargon in archaeology and I'm not used to the jargon in botany, but anyhow... Right. I'll have a. I have a quote here, and it says, um, "We investigated a recently discovered disjunct population of Palmer's oak in the Harupa Mountains of Riverside County, California. Uh, patterns of, uh, get this, allozyme polymorphism, morphological homogeneity, widespread fruit abortion, and evidence of fire resprouting all strongly support the hypothesis that the population is a single clone, meaning uh, it's." Uh, It has more than one trunk, if you will, little trunks spread out over an interconnected complex. Right. And uh, so when the original trunk, as it were, of the tree died, uh, its clones survived on and so on for all this time. So it says the size of the clone and estimates of annual growth from multiple populations, meaning of, of the clone, led us to conclude that the clone is in excess of 13,000 years old. The ancient age of the clone implies it originated during the Pleistocene and is a relic of a vanished vegetation community. Uh, you know, that, that's just fantastic. And then they went That's on amazing. to establish how they dated it, and they dated it by uh, dendrochronology or what's called tree ring dating. Because, you know, a tree puts on an annual growth ring, and, which is uh, distinguishable if you do a cross-section of a, of a, of a branch or especially the trunk. Mm-hmm. And, and the most famous ones are of the redwoods, you know, that date back uh, over 2,000 years ago. Methuselah, by contrast, is older than the redwoods. Methuselah dated out at 4,700 years ago by tree-ring dating. But uh, but this palmer's oak, uh, which is uh, uh, genus and species is called Quercus palmeri, is much older than that. So they go on to say, we measured annual average annual growth rates in stems of the Harupa clone and in stems of some of the most favorable sites known to us. With the idea of estimating clonal age by comparing annual growth to the size of the clone. Our most realistic estimate, based on stems collected from a variety of environmental conditions, is that this clone is at least 13,000 years old. So we propose that this stand of Quercus palmieri is a relative of an ancient population that persisted during warming since the last glacial period. Our 13,000-year estimate for the age of rubiclone places among the oldest living plants. So that's a direct quote from their scientific article. It's the oldest uh, life form in California, the oldest, second oldest in America. There's a stand of aspen trees, another clone of aspen trees in Utah, which is older. I believe that's 18,000 years old.
0: So it's the second oldest life form in North America?
1: Yes, and the oldest oak in America.
0: So that's amazing in and of itself
1: course. So the the thing is, how I really got involved is I found out there a developer owned the land. Now, this uh, oak is on top of a little mountain in the Harupa Mountains. They're really like high hills or small mountains, which are south of the city of Fontana, out out towards San Bernardino, and uh, within the relatively newly formed city jurisdiction of the city of Harupa Valley. And we found out that this uh, developer wanted to build 1,200 homes around the tree and if he did that it would kill the tree and this tree is an incredible survivor since the ice age and it absolutely deserves to live on I mean it's absolutely our responsibility to uh, see that it you know it's preserved suitably preserved you know I, I approached the developer about it and wrote him a letter in tribal letterhead and he refused to uh, you know reply at all which didn't bode well for his attitude and then I was talking to the city of Rupa Valley, to a a woman that was representing the city, you know, planning department. And initially she was talking to us and then she stopped communicating, which doesn't bode well for the city's attitude on this, which is unfortunate. The city should be working with us to preserve this fantastic
0: survival. So right now there's a developer who is uh, trying to uh, destroy the tree Yes. uh, to remove it. And the city is not involved in...
1: In helping preserve it.
0: Okay, so, so the clock is ticking on this, the life of saving the, this life form. When are they planning to get rid of this tree?
1: Well, you know, they're, they're not telling us. That's, that's the problem. Um, and uh, I hope with the uh, coronavirus uh, episode that's going on now, I understand a lot of developments are kind of on hold, uh, but I don't know when that might restart up again. Now, uh, one of my uh, task force to preserve this oldest life form in California Eli Bernal works for a law firm out in San Bernardino. He recently went out and checked on the tree to see if they started uh, building the development. He said so far they haven't, but uh, we, we got to keep checking that. But anyhow, in order to raise consciousness and recognition of the tree, I nominated the tree to be sacred to the uh, California State uh, Native American Harries Commission, because the commission has a sacred lands file uh, where tribes can nominate their sacred sites and they get an official designation uh, number, alphanumeric number. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't confer protection, but it certainly confers reco- recognition. So uh, in 2018, I submitted a application to have it designated as a Kish sacred Harungna Oak. Now, uh, mm-hmm. Harupa, the mountains are called Harupa, the city's called Harupa, but Harupa is a corruption of the major Kish village out in that area called Harungna. And so that's why we call it the, the sacred Kish uh, Harungna Oak.
0: So how long will it take before you hear whether this has passed or not, whether you have gotten the designation that it's sacred it's sacred Native American life.
1: Well, fortunately, they already designated
0: it. Does that protect it from then? Can the developer not destroy it at that no. point? No.
1: No, unfortunately, it doesn't confer protection, only recognition. So, uh commission accepted it and gave it the sacred lands file number of in for Native American, RIV for Riverside County, and 123. I I not only nominated the oak, but I nominated the 45 acres around it to be sacred. And uh, so all that's considered sacred, and that's what we want preserved. And
0: uh, What does it do to designate it sacred if it doesn't protect it from not being developed?
1: Well, you know, it's a good question, but I I was hoping that people would say, well, it's a sacred Native American space, and, and, and and tree and oak trees were sacred to californians they california oaks because of the yield of the acorns the acorn crop was considered like the bread of life for californianians once the uh, quiche and other tribes learned how to leach out the tannic acid in the acorns otherwise they're not edible once they learned how to do that uh, the acorn crop was very very good uh you know, source of food for them, and they could store it for the winter months. So anyhow, um, we got it designated, and uh, we've been trying to get all these uh, preservation organizations to get on board to save it, and you would think they would. Uh,
0: they have all refused. Who have you reached out to? To whom have you reached out?
1: Well, the Sierra Club, unbelievably. uh they they told us uh, actually uh, the director of the Sierra Club California was rude about it they were adamant that they were not interested in helping. My assistant, Michael Grant, who's done a great job of contacting organizations and trying to be creative in contacting other organizations you wouldn't normally think of to try to get them to help. He and I had a meeting with Greenpeace in downtown LA, and then they got back to us, and they're not interested in helping. Uh, we contacted the Audubon Society. They're not interested. Uh, we contacted the California Native Plant Society. They weren't interested. We we've, we've contacted dozens of organizations, and none of them are interested in saving it, despite the fact there's a, a scientific article and you know by five scientists from the University of California for Pete's sake saying it's the oldest uh, essentially they're saying it's the oldest life form in California and, uh, and the oldest oak in America and one of the oldest things on the planet uh, and none of these organizations you th- that you would think would uh, you know jump at the chance of trying to save this unique life form none of them have done it it's been extremely disappointing
0: why do you think that is? Why do you think they haven't?
1: I have no idea. You have to ask them.
0: I really don't. I, you
1: know, the Sierra Club is violating their own uh, first. L- you know, sentence of their mission statement: preserve and protect. You know, the wildlife of California, and you know, the Sierra Club was created here. You know, in California, yeah. so uh, you know, it's, it's extremely important. So my hope is that your listeners will uh, contact the governor of California. I, I sent a letter on tribal letterhead to Governor Newsom, who has done a good job with dealing with the the COVID nineteen crisis, but he has not responded in this. I sent him a letter back in 2018, and he still has, and I. I've emailed and so on, and just no response. I can't believe that he would let the oldest life form in California die on his watch. You know, it's important to save people from the COVID pandemic, absolutely. But it's also important to save the oldest life form in California not let it
0: die. Well, one doesn't negate the other. They're not mutually exclusive. Not, so not at sure all. So I'm sure you can do both. The question I have is, do you know who the de- developer is? Do you yes. know anything about them?
1: Yes. Yeah. It's called, uh, called Rich Land Communities, and they're down in the city of
0: Orange. And do you know anything about them?
1: No, they're, they're just developers, uh, you know, and, and obviously they're not interested in being responsible on this, or they would have uh, contacted us to work out a preservation
0: arrangement. Well, I'm just wondering if they have a particular, there's something about that particular development or that particular developer such that people don't want to get involved.
1: I have no idea i mean you know if they're not talking to you how can you find out
0: no i'm just saying well we one can i think what we have to do is we need to ask people to do that the thing i'm bringing up is the fact that no one who is sort of charged with overseeing the wildlife of california is getting involved which leads me to think that there is something more here than meets the eye which usually means who is doing the development who's in charge what's their background how much money's involved that's usually the issue.
1: So. There's a lot of money involved with 20, I mean 1,200 homes. I, I would argue that they shouldn't be building on those hills at all. I mean that area has been in, uh, incredibly developed uh, with a lot of these seemingly endless uh, warehouses for Amazon and all these other you know uh, companies, but also homes and stuff. It's just incredibly been developed out there. And, you know, the children of that area need to have some open areas for nature. And so I, I think all the Harupa Mountains, which aren't that extensive, need to be preserved as a nature reserve. I, I certainly want the 45 acres. And that's what Chief Ernie and the tribe wants, is to have the 45 acres preserved and then uh, hopefully eventually have a visitor center where the children can learn about this amazing survivor from the Ice Age and also about the Keech tribe, because to the... Keach people. The ancient Haruna oak has existed for over 13,000 years. It's an outstanding survivor to the Keach tribe, and so it's a metaphor for, for their outstanding survival to the present day. So, again, I would encourage all your listeners to contact the governor of California and demand that he take action to save the oldest oak, the oldest living thing in California, oldest oak in America, and the oldest oak tree in
0: the world. Is there anything else? Any other place? Uh, do you have any particular? entity that you've created for people to reach out to you about this? Or do you want them to reach out to you?
1: Yes. I mean, uh, they can contact me my email. It's, uh, I'll say it then spelled out as Dr. E. Gary Stickle at att.net. D-R-E-G-A-R-Y-S-T-I-C-K-E-L at att.net.
0: Well, I encourage everyone to reach out to Gary, to reach out to the governor of California and to look into this This is an ancient life form that needs to be preserved. It's also a a Native American sacred entity. So that is another reason to preserve it. I want to thank Dr. Gary Stickle for, as always, coming on board and being here and giving us his insight into so much of this stuff. I am Sean Marlin newcomb and this is the 34 Circe Salon.